40-yard attempt. Not quite in the middle of the field. When what there is is at his back. McGrath to win the game against Alabama. Paxton Brooks to hold. Waiting for the snap. There it is. The kick on the way. And that kick is knuckling toward the upright. And it's good. Just gets over the upright. Chase McGrath wins the game for Tennessee. And here they come. Everybody cheering in the celebration. The student section mobbing the field. They're mobbing Chase McGrath. They're mobbing Hendon Hooker. What jubilation in Big Orange country as the Tennessee Volunteers end a 15-game losing streak to the Alabama Crimson Tide, and they do it on a 40-yard field goal by Chase McGrath. I wasn't sure it was going to get there. It was knuckling as it went to the upright, but it got over the crossbar and years and years of frustration being taken out on the field here at Neyland Stadium. Joy and jubilation as the Tennessee Volunteers have beaten the Alabama Crimson Tide. The final score from Neyland Stadium on a joyous night in Big Orange country, Tennessee 52, Alabama 49. Just where are you going? Where are you going? You're not going to the bar again, are you? You like hanging out, drinking beer at the bar, talking sports? Come on out and join us weekly. Guys at the Bar Talking Sports, your podcast for just that. Hanging out, drinking some beer, talking sports. Have fun with the guys at the bar talking sports, Dad. Do you want to help support the show? Well, we're doing it for beer. So go ahead and buy us a beer. You can do that through Venmo at Guys of the Bar Talking Sports. And we'll look forward to drinking that beer on you. Well, we are now. <laughs> Welcome to Guys of the Bar Talking Sports. This is your spot for the best sports talk in the nation. That's right. We're stepping it up this week. It's in the nation best sports talk. You can't beat it. It's about so thank, time. Thank you for joining us. We are the fastest growing podcast in the country. We're going to say that as well. Fair enough. And we have the best Facebook group in the country, and that is bar none. Absolutely. That's not, that's not even speculating. That's for real. 21 from 900 currently. Yeah. So um, I'm not exactly a Tennessee fan. I'm not. I know. Y'all know that I'm not a big Tennessee fan. You can't be. But one of the recordings that's leading this show is two of our biggest fans, uh, or one of our biggest fans, that's actually two of our show's biggest fans. There you go. Constance and Carl Giles, and it's their son, the famous Landon, Landon. (laughs) singing Rocky Top. I'm a fan, not a Tennessee, but I'm a fan of Landon at this point, okay? Super cute kid. Thank y'all for sending that over to me. That was fun. And uh, if y'all keep on listening, if you're a Tennessee fan, there's an Easter egg in this show for you. Okay? Gotta um, keep Cookie happy. But the thing is, yeah, for, yeah, keep Cookie happy. But the thing is, this is not 
a Tennessee show, and this is not a Tennessee group on our Facebook page. And I feel like it is sometimes. At this point, you go know? Buckeyes. Yeah, go Buckeyes. Go, go Gators. <laughs> there you go. App State. Hey, hey well, look at it like this. UCLA. Yeah. Whoever you like. Go well, look at look at this honestly. Of all the teams in college football that you've seen listed on our Facebook group or listeners, that yeah, we those have, Tennessee fans just keep on posting no, but, more but, stuff. But, but put it to you like this: yes. Have you had anyone else that's had? 20 years of pent-up frustrations oh, more fair. than Tennessee, and now it's boiling out. And you know yeah, what? Yeah. Have fun with it. It's like a massive orgasm exploding <laughs> out, man. <laughs> there went, there went the family it. show. Hey, point that somewhere yeah. else, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so listen. Let's go ahead and do some introductions. We got our beer tab sponsors of the week this week. Gary Matthews, Allison Anderson, and Brooke Stinnett. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. All sent us money, so everyone's getting a free beer, free drink first round. Even my man, who's your daddy, who's drinking some water. And you better back off my liquor. (laughs) So thank you all. That was amazing that y'all are sending us some some dough. You can do that at Venmo. Just type in guys at the bar talking sports. And you'll be at all one word, and you'll be able to find us to send us some money if you want to support our liquor and beer habit. As I like to say, the, the round of drinks are much cheaper than a goalpost, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. So anyway, let's go ahead and do some introductions here. We got my man, Who's Your Daddy? Mm-hmm. was well, Indiana shirt on. What are you drinking, Who's Your Daddy? Who's Your Daddy's just sticking with a little water. I had me a Blood Light earlier and uh, switched over to water. Cheeks. I am drinking banana bread Monkey beer. butt. The banana bed bread beer. <laughs> AKA monkey butt beer. Uh, Thank AKA you. monkey butt. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Ripper the Predictor. What are you drinking, Ripper? Uh, what's up, Hanger? I got a nice cold Shiner Bog. And I just want to say, hey, I think that you do a great job, you know, orchestrating this madness that we uh, deliver to the masses the masses every Tuesday evening so thanks for everything you do not just for the show for the Facebook Facebook page you're really kicking it in the butt I appreciate it we're really growing that Facebook group right yeah. now we've got yeah. 200 in the last like month and a we, half or something are, like before that before I walked in we're 21 from 900 that's that's where that's 21 stands, so. from 900 invite your friends if you can it is the best Facebook group on Facebook it's definitely fun for sure we got what's your name again <laughs> Rebel. The Rebel. What's up, podcast land? And yes, every week, all week, every day, unless they run out, I'm drinking some Makers. All right, so I have some, I have a double Woodford Reserve Neats. That's what I'm drinking tonight. And uh, thank y'all for doing that. So G Boogie, Gary Matthews himself, said that we have to do pickle shots oh. at, with his money, but we're not doing pickle <laughs> shots with his money. I just threw up in my mouth. I will hey, not do no. a pickle shot. We'll just have to double up, Cheeks. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll take one for the team. <laughs> All right. We don't usually focus the show on last week. We're like a forward-looking show, right? Yeah. We are. That's, I had to explain that to some people. We're, yeah, we're, I, I'm sorry. We don't discuss last week too much, right? That's why you read the Ripper Report. The last four, last week, the four top ten teams went down. The oh. Ripper, Ripper, my man, said five, so you were I was close. pretty close. 80% I mean, accuracy. 80% accuracy, and you know what? If you were 80% accuracy anything else, you know. And I'm passing. Yeah, you're passing, <laughs> yeah. 
And if you could pick them like that, I mean, you'd probably be make, winning some money. So I'm that's trying good. to think the one I didn't get. Which one was the one I didn't get? Well, you, you said Penn State was going to win. They no, did. I did not. Yes, you did. No, 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 I didn't say that. I can't remember who it was. Oh, we'll we're we're, look, we're looking look forward. Yeah, so, um, but we've been talking about unbeatables all season. Alabama is beatable, as we saw last week. Michigan, though, is looking unbeatable after that Penn State game. Tennessee's looking like they can hang with anybody. Yep. Anybody at all. We'll see if they can hang with Tech. That's one of the years so yeah, far. Exactly. We'll see if they can hang with George in a couple of weeks. Um, maybe not defensively, but they're, you know, if somebody could stop them on the offense, then like Georgia may be able to, then they might be able but who knows, right? Who knows? Are we gonna be seeing this is the question to start off with. Are we gonna be watching Tennessee and Michigan? in a game this year and is it going to be in the Citrus Bowl or is it going to be in the in the uh, the playoffs Ripper take it take it away Ripper <laughs> well, he's offended I, I, I think Michigan has a, a real good chance to be a repeat playoff performer um, Ohio State seems to have made a lot of strides on their defensive end after six games they are a top 10 total defensive unit Good, it's okay. way better than what they had last year. Offensively, I don't think Michigan match, can match with them. But if Michigan comes to Columbus, it's a close game, and they lose, you know, in kind of a nail-biter, maybe a one-score, one ten-point loss, there's a chance they still get in. Who's your daddy? Thoughts? Are we going to watch Michigan play Tennessee? In you, the, you could watch them play in the another bowl. I'm not you sure think it'll be the Citrus, Citrus Bowl? I think that's I where the Big Ten I don't second play is going to end up in the Final Four. Okay. One through four. I don't think that will you happen. You don't think that's going to happen. No. Okay. But the they could play in a bowl game. I mean, they could play if Tennessee doesn't get there. And Michigan, I think a lot is hanging over Tennessee's head. And everybody's high on them right now, which you should be. But come Georgia week, look out. Okay. I don't see Michigan losing more than one game this season. And that's going to be Ohio State then, you think. Okay, yeah. so so a one-loss Michigan does not get in the top four unless unless things really happen the wrong way for the SEC. I touched on this yeah. last week in my version. Like I said, we are talking about chaos. This is more like a basketball season. Anybody can be beat on any given week. And, again, I could see this coming down. And, again, you guys scoffed at this. We'll revisit this later in the year to where we get the time to make decisions. And you have three one-loss SEC schools. And if that occurs – so he's still shaking his head. And I'm okay. I can appreciate that. But if here's the case with that. If that happens, a one-loss Ohio State, a one-loss Michigan will not get override a one-loss SEC school. Not that they couldn't beat one of those SEC schools, but the entire body of work is not strong enough. Maybe not this season because the SEC has a lot of dominant teams this season, but there are years where a one-loss Michigan, if Iowa was doing well, Wisconsin was doing well. If, you know, oh, absolutely. If, if, if absolutely. all those, if, if the Big Ten was the Big Ten of last year, but the Big Ten's not the Big Ten of last year right now, they have Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan are the only three real dominant the, teams in that. Here's the thing you're going to run into for the scenario that I am kind of building here that if it could happen would be a one-loss Alabama team means that you could potentially have a one-loss Tennessee who beat Alabama, a one-loss Georgia who loses to Tennessee, and then Alabama wins the SEC championship. So Alabama's going to go as SEC champion. So are you going to not put in the only loss was to the SEC champion? You're counting out Old Miss right now, though. Old, Old Miss, Old, I get that, and I like how they play. I mean, I love their uniforms. My daughter may want to go to school there. I can appreciate that. I don't 
see this would be them. a hottie patati or whatever they call them. The, the ratio's not in my, well, it kind of is in my favor. They're very female dominant. So. Hottie tottieville, is <laughs> yes, that what they call it or something like that? Um, but that being said, again, you know, there's a lot of ifs in this, but to my point is if it comes down to where you've got those three teams I just mentioned with a one-loss Michigan or a one-loss Ohio State, it's going to be a struggle for them to override the SEC just because of the power of the conference. Ripper's the about to rip your head off. Okay, I mean, it's okay. I can see it. Come on, bring it, Ripper, and respond. All right, so this year it doesn't look like it's just the SEC and the Big Ten. So we are still forgetting about the Big 12 and the Pac-12. Oh, I love the way you think. Yeah, yeah. this is a year where you're going to probably see a Pac-12 team and potentially a Big 12 team. I think you're going to have those four major conferences get into the playoffs along with the SEC and Big 10 one team. Exactly, and the reason yeah. why, because last year they let Cincinnati in. And if you have a, if you have an undefeated Pac-12 team, if you have an undefeated Big 12 team, I think if you have a one-loss conference champion from either of those, they're going to get into the playoffs. That, and that's that's a strong possibility as well so, because right. they're. I mean, they're going to look at the whole body of work, but they're also going to be looking at. I mean, there's a lot of things they're going to be looking at. So, so here's the thing with that, and I, I don't disagree with any of that. I mean, if UCLA gets here with one loss, USC gets here with one loss, we've already established this last week, there's a lot of factors outside of strictly football that will play into this. What I'm talking about, which really doesn't matter in this regard, is are the four best football teams playing for the national championship, and that won't be the case if that occurs. Listen, if Clemson goes undefeated, they're going to be in the top four. Are they one of the top four best football teams? Absolutely not. They're not, in my opinion. Right. But that's where, again, down the road as they expand these playoffs, these conversations go away, thank goodness. Thank goodness. That's right. true. Right. Cheeks. Cheeks. Give me some. Give me some wisdom, Cheeks. Um, you know, I, I love the way that Ripper was thinking because I would love to see – some new blood, but I want it based on skill. I want it based not just on the record of the conference that you're in, I want it based on skill. So, you know. So you're going to say SEC has most skill? I, I believe that they do, although as much as I would love to see some California in there, I'm going to go with the best team. UCLA. Okay, in their conference, yeah. No, I mean, they're undefeated. <laughs> Right, they're, currently, but and we're going to talk about that wait game till in a bit. You, you, USC and UCLA go against one another. I mean, I'd love that's going to be a good game. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. you're talking about the best team. Yes. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, who do you think was the best team, Alabama or Texas? Honestly, Alabama. In no. my eyes, I they didn't look like it on on the on, on the field. We Alabama, discussed. No. Well, we discussed this last week. The thing is this. You can go back historically. As long as college football is played, between week one and week two, you see the greatest improvements. Yeah. I think if they play again now, that's not a 17-16 game, in my opinion. Uh, well, I agree because Quinn Ewers is back. I, I, he went out in the first quarter. That was that was the game changer for that game. That was a huge game yeah. changer. But, again, yeah. I think that's a week one game changer. In a week seven, eight, ten game, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, needless to say – Texas, or not Texas, sorry, uh, Tennessee and Michigan are not going to be in the top four. I don't know that. Okay. They're not going to be playing each other. In, they're they're going to they might Yet play to be determined. Yet to be determined. Yet to yeah. be determined. Okay. Well, that's going to be a good game if they well, play each other. Well, I mean, right now, our Tennessee fans want definite answers, one. okay? That's what they want yeah. from us. They want definite. Predictions. They don't, they don't want fun and games. They don't want all that. They're listening because we're the most serious podcast on Apple. <laughs> All right, well, as of today, as of today, Tennessee and Michigan are in the top four. And they're the best so as of, teams. So yeah. as of 
right now, they're in the playoffs. We can yeah. all agree on that. <laughs> okay, there we go. And you know what? It's going to wash itself out. Ohio State does to play Penn State, right? Ohio State does to play Michigan. Tennessee does to play Georgia. Tennessee has to get through a lot of a lot of teams to win. Yeah. You know, like there, there's a lot of football left to play. As my man, there is Tennessee and Kentucky. As my man Chopper. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a lot of football left to play. I will say that I say one of the biggest blessings Tennessee has is they don't have Kentucky this week to have the let, kind of the letdown game. They got Tennessee Martin. Again, can anybody be beat? Absolutely. But I think the schedule sets up for their success. Y'all heard the voice. You all heard them. Chopper's here. Chopper. Chopper. What are you drinking, Chopper? Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> You're not even allowed to say Roll Tide. Are you okay? Yeah, are you Are you sitting over here? I think he's dizzy. No. I am. I'm woozy. Speaking of Roll Tide, then let's jump roll into, tide. we got a lot, a whole lot of top 25 matchups this weekend, so we're going to have to kind of roll through them. There's no big marquee matchup by any means, there's not. There's a top 10 matchup. Oh, there is. Okay, good point. There is. Game yeah. day, Eugene. That's, that's true. Okay, so let's go ahead and blow through these really quick, okay? Not quick. We can talk about them. Um, in a formidable way. I was talking about game day beating Eugene. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Number 24, Mississippi State versus at, sorry, at number six, Alabama. Now, Mississippi State did not want to see Alabama lose last week to Tennessee because now Alabama has something to prove. Yeah. Mississippi State lost that last week as well. They have something to prove as well, but... Mississippi State, the, it might be more in their players' heads that they that their season is a wash, right? Whereas Alabama, they have redemption on their mind. Yeah, so, they don't have anything to prove, though, in my opinion. Mississippi State doesn't have anything to prove. No, Alabama didn't have anything to prove. I mean, but they, they have to, get to win back this. On track. They have to win this game. I feel sorry for Mississippi State this week. I feel really sorry because oh, yeah. th- that's Wait. the type of thing that happens where where when when Oregon got blown out by Georgia, and then the next week they came back and put up 70 points against, you know, Oregon State. Like, Mississippi State is hot, but Alabama does not get shocked like that two times. Mississippi State, I think, Alabama gets I think Mississippi State got humbled last week, and right now they're scrambling, because they were like, they thought they were the big dog on the porch, and they got humbled, and you're, and basically you're now walking into the cage with a wounded dog. I think Alabama is going. If they could beat them by a hundred, they will try to beat them by a hundred. They're going to make a statement to go. Oh no, we played a very good team last week, and we just kind of, you know, a little left, a little right, we can win this ball game. And they're going to make a statement this week. So I think Saban's going to have Alabama fired up, ready to go. But they struggle to handle the passing game from. Tennessee this past weekend. And and Will Rogers does not mess around. Yeah, he's he's one of the best passing quarterbacks in the in the country. So I think Alabama's gonna win this game, but I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. I think it's gonna be close for maybe two and a half, three quarters. Uh, I think Alabama will win. It really comes down to whether Will Rogers can keep up with Alabama and, and keep that offense on track. Because I think that Mississippi State's defense can keep up for the first half, but once they're worn out a little bit, man, it's it's done. By the second half 
Mississippi State does not have the depth to keep up with Alabama's offense. And let's not forget, Bryce Young threw for over 400 yards and I believe five touchdowns in that loss. So it's not on him. His shoulder is fine. What time, is that the night game? Well, I was about to say the, 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 the X factor here is it's in Tuscaloosa. It's I mean, in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. I mean, they, these fans yeah. are like, Seven again, yeah. they're yeah. just to do a point that if they don't, if, they, if let's say Alabama squeaks out a three. Three point seven law seven point win. That's a loss in their mind. They want. They need a sacrifice, and they well, hope they it's Mississippi be, State. Yeah, they want it to be fifty-two to thirty. If Absolutely. Possible. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because now they want it to be a state. They have to make a statement. It's they been do. nine years since Alabama lost two in a row. Yeah, but y'all think it's going to be a statement win? But Mississippi State, decent team coming decent off team. a loss. Veteran yeah. team. I yeah. Said, I said about three weeks ago. Yeah, you did. Look at this game, but. The only thing that makes me... But the difference between three weeks ago is Alabama has a loss last week now, which totally changes things. And then the game being in Alabama, which has always been brought up. The word I used last week was swagger. I didn't feel like Alabama had any. They seemed vulnerable. Tennessee had all the swagger. I think Alabama comes into this game to get their swagger back, and they're going to try to make a statement, and I feel like they do. I agree. I think it's going to be lopsided. I know you think it's going to be close, but I really think it's going to be lopsided with this. Yeah. I really yeah. think, and especially with Saban and getting his whatever we want to call that. Both, both teams coming off the loss. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, it, Chase, it's, it's, it's really crazy. We can disagree and we can still be friends. <laughs> it, it comes down to, it comes in my mind, Freeman. In my, thought mind, in my thought process, it comes down to which team is in it to make a statement and which team is. Eh, our, our season's over. We have two losses. Well, so Mississippi, Mississippi State's State. not going to make the playoffs. Well, Alabama still has a chance. That's what he says. So who's going to yeah. make a statement? Mississippi State has two losses. Their national championship hopes yeah. are done. Yeah. Alabama, they're holding on for dear life now. All that's they can the do is ruin yeah. somebody else's, uh, you know, chance yeah. to get, to, get there. Yeah. All right. Number, number 17, Kansas State at number 8, TCU. Chopper, go ahead and go to sleep. Take a nap. We're going to talk some Big 12 football. Okay. So, Ripper called Kansas State. They're going to win. They're going to be in the top four. They're going to be in the playoffs this season. So, Yeah, I'm sticking to that until one of those teams gets to two losses. Uh, Kansas State, the only team in the country to not throw an interception. And that's with Martinez, the transfer from Nebraska, as their quarterback, who threw like 30. 10 interceptions last season. 30 over, like, the four years yeah. he was at Nebraska. Yeah, 10 of them um, last season. But they've got a great running game uh, with Deuce Vaughn as the running back and then Martinez going for over 100 yards a game, I think, himself. It uh, really comes down to, Cam- obviously we're talking Big 12 football, it really comes down to one defense figuring out a way to stop to the other play. team's offense. To actually play. For, 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 for one group of downs. All right. That's all they got to do. For wait, wait, one wait. group of downs. This is, this is after the cream of the crop of SEC just had over 100 points scored in, in the premier game of the year. No, that's that's true, too. Yeah. So, so, so my point to that well, is let's back if off they play the Big 12. Let's back off the Big out. 12 a little bit on the defense because the defenses have gotten better in the Big 12. And they've gotten worse in the, the SEC. Is, the yeah, offense has gotten a lot better in the SEC. SEC correct. They have. But we're not seeing 10-7 victories anymore in the SEC. Here, here's my thing with this game is this. On paper, statistically, everything about it says Kansas State, in my opinion. 
But somehow, some way, TCU keeps finding a way. I mean, last week they were they were they buried. They were buried. They were buried, and here they come away. back and they win the game in overtime. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. So it was two overtime. So this is yeah. So this is a game to where I want to go. Oh, you, it's Kansas Kansas State all day. I'm not going to do that because TCU is just one of these teams that it doesn't matter how they get there, they find a way to get there. Yes, yeah, so this is a so this is generally a toss up in most of those minds, I'm sure. I think so. I'm just sticking with them to try to keep my original playoff four, and, you know. <laughs> I can together. appreciate that. It's probably my last week for it. <laughs> Let's head out west. The Pac-12. Pac-12. Number nine, UCLA at number ten, Oregon, playing in Oregon, by the way. Game Oregon. day. Won't matter. Oregon could probably beat UCLA. I think anyone would have to say that, right? Considering UCLA, <laughs> UCLA literally came out of nowhere this yeah. season. No one expected them to be where they are. Uh, on the other hand, Bo Nix has found a home in Oregon. They've had the one loss against Georgia, got blown out. Ever since then, it's been they've dialed been, in. They've been dialed in. They, yeah. they, they, Washington State kept up with them. Every other team, they've pretty much blown them out. So that being said... UCLA is a pretty good team, but they have not been challenged this this year yet until last week when they played Utah and beat them. They did beat them handedly, by the way, and Utah is a good team. Oregon's a better team than Utah, I think. So they're going to have a little bit harder time to beat Oregon. Um, Who was the former coach of Oregon? I don't I can't remember. Oh, Chip, Chip Kelly? Yeah, bam. <laughs> Look at that little nugget. What? Was it crystal ball? <laughs> so, we won't talk about pro football. Chip Kelly used to. He was the Eagles coach. <laughs> so, thinking about Oregon. We won't talk about that. Thinking about Oregon, who's going to win this game? Chopper. Oregon. Oregon, all right. Bo Nix. You like Bo Nix? Yeah. All right, I mean. Love Bo Nix. When he's I, not Bo Pitts. <laughs> he hasn't really been Bo Picks this season, though, man. Know, I'm telling you. Until Saturday. Rebel, what's up, man? In Eugene, Oregon gets the job done, in my opinion. UCLA's not been pushed the way they need to be pushed. They they're been. a marquee team. The only team that has pushed them is South Alabama, and if not for poor coaching decisions, they probably have a one loss to South Alabama, another fun belt, sun belt team. So, therefore, I think I think Oregon, two touchdowns to use Ripper's favorite line. Two tough, <laughs> two tough road games in the in – the, Back-to-back for UCLA. Utah and now Oregon. I think that earlier conversation of the Final Four from a Pac-12 team gets put to bed this week. So you think UCLA is done? Yes. Oregon beats them. Yes. Do they have a chance to be in the top top four, though? No. Oregon beats them. They'd have to beat Utah. They have to beat beat UCLA. They have to beat USC. They beat three top teams in the country on the West. Tennessee has already beaten four. Yeah, okay. So that's just me. Yeah. And if Tennessee has one loss and they have a better resume. Okay. There we go. So when but we they come won't back be a conference next champion, Tuesday, I can matters. say nanny nanny boo boo when you see all You are correct, but it's Maybe, should. yeah. Okay. All right. Number – this is not a ranked team. I just wanted to talk about it because I think it's an upset alert. You better not say Florida. Upset you alert, not, ready? not say Florida. Uh, we're not talking Florida this week. <laughs> the, only reason, <laughs> the only reason why we're talking Florida now is because you brought it up. Florida's on a bye week. <laughs> so don't worry about them. Thank God. Upset alert, upset alert next – Week we'll be talking about that Florida Georgia Florida game. Florida and Auburn oh, should get together and scrimmage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even 
the even the cooks agree with that. Uh, to, see, on that one. to see which team is the worst in the SEC yeah. at this point, right? Uh-huh. All right, number seven, Ole Miss against you or LSU. Brian Kelly is is going to be hosting. It's in Wayne Death Kelly. Valley. It's yeah. in Death Valley. That is a hard place to play football, and Ole Miss undefeated. Those guys have some heart. They believe in themselves. But Brian Kelly's five and two. That's not something to shake a stick at, man. No. For your first, I mean, he's pretty much bowl eligible at this point, and this is a team that honestly should be in the top twenty-five because you're looking at some five and two teams in the top twenty-five already. LSU is a pretty good team. Thoughts? Thoughts are Tennessee went in there and throttled them with that offense, and Ole Miss has just as potent of an offense. So Ole my Miss point, does not have that potent. No, 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 no. Offense. I'm not saying it's on the same level. But it's a very good offense Pretty that good. I think goes in there. And, it, you know, the whole mystique of playing in Death Valley, and that's a tough place to play. There's truth there. But what we saw with Tennessee is you get up on them about 15, 20 points, the students are back drinking somewhere. That that place cleared out. It was it looked like a UCLA game in the fourth quarter. So, therefore, <laughs> all I'm telling you is I'm not buying it. So, this is not an upset alert in your mind? No. Ripper. Totally. Oh, Chopper, there you go. Totally is an upset alert Speaking of the microphone, tell me why. Totally is an upset. Why um, is that? Who is Ole Miss looking ahead towards right now? Oh, yeah, that's true. Alabama. Yeah. Their eyes are on Alabama right now winning the West. Right they now, think LSU is a layup. They're finally in first place in the West right now this week, right? That's all they care about? They're not thinking about there? LSU. They're thinking about Alabama. You show up to Death Valley at night playing against them. I don't care how good your offense is. Is LSU, it, LSU comes to play. LSU beats them. Is it too? <laughs> is it too much for Lane Kiffin's Kiffin's team to have this high of a status in the West right now? Is it is it too much in their head? Yeah, right after an Alabama loss. Yeah. Now, if they were tied with Alabama, maybe not. But since they're, I mean, they're in the driver's seat right now. Yeah. They blow it this weekend. They wow. Okay. Blow it. Ripper, give it to me, man. All right. So there's a little twist to this one. Uh, I am 0-2 this year when I pick LSU to win. I don't like Brian Kelly. I'm picking LSU to win. Sorry, Tiger fans, you're losing. <laughs> you think Ole Miss is going to win? You say you're picking Brian Kelly. You mean LSU. you're picking Lane Kiffin. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I'm picking LSU to win this game. But I'm, I'm probably going to be wrong because I've been wrong the other two times I had this year. So I apologize to those Tiger fans. Listen, we're not that smart at this table. You can't use that reverse psychology. Guys. All right, so I, I, I think the Tigers are going to win. However, since I picked them, they're probably going to lose. Okay. I better. I'm writing a, I'm writing a book on reverse psychology right now. Yeah. I sat at this table. Everybody picked them to beat Tennessee, and you saw what happened. So, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm staying with Ole Miss. Yes, sir. I'm staying up there. They can't keep up with their offense. Correct. You know, it's on the road, and for some reason, Lane Kiffin, at the end of the game, somebody's watching over him, too. <laughs> Fair enough. He's a lucky yeah, Chip, Chip Kelly's going to outsmart him this weekend. Ole Miss Rebels. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you're going with Ole Miss? I just don't, I don't see Ole Miss winning this game. I mean, it's hard to play in Death Valley. It's a, it's a game that... It's just a, a, a must-win for Brian Kelly to have a decent season, you know. Uh, to have one good win under his belt, that's it. 
That's what he needs. You know, he's not, You're talking about an Ole Miss team who's coming into Death Valley and thinks they're like the the, they, the, the team of the West. They're yeah. gonna get. They're gonna get shown something this week. It all, it's always yeah. like this in October yeah. for Ole Miss. Yeah. Think about the last time Ole Miss was at the level they are now. Like October just freaking blew it for them. It was. I think it was four or five seasons ago, or six seasons ago, is Mississippi State, Ole Miss uh, were both, like, yeah. dominant. One of them was ranked number two. One of them was ranked number six. All right, six. so that was when Dak Prescott played for Mississippi Boom, State. They, so. Yeah, but it's just yeah. – it's it's just – Yeah, they were they were actually ranked, I think, first. They were ranked number one. Number one in the very Auburn. first college football and, playoff yeah, ranking, I think, I was, was that that Mississippi State. I needed to talk about this game as well. App State – who are they playing this week? I'll be there tomorrow night, Georgia State. That's a big game for y'all, isn't it? No, if we we could lose, we could win, and then it may be a 65 to 58. Yeah, final they just score. knocked off the Chanticleers, so. No, that was Georgia Southern. That's what I said. That was Georgia Southern. <laughs> Georgia State, yeah, they. Georgia State's in a They're not putting. No, the, the, the cool thing about this game they is, stay. again, we, we've had two bye weeks. We just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, have they found a defense in that process? And. Georgia State's coach, former App State All-American, Sean Elliott, former Gamecock coach, is Georgia State's coach coming home to play the Mountaineers. So, all I want is to go have a great time and come out of there with a win. I don't give a damn how much. And and your balls are going to be up in your belly. Yeah, because it's supposed to be – they are, because it's supposed to be 30 degrees in Boone tomorrow night. It's going to be freezing. (laughs) Yeah, it is. All right. We're going to talk about App State but not Ohio State. Oh, well, I'll Got give it. you the floor, my man. Who's right, Ohio State? I'll, I'll be quick. Iowa so, Hawkeyes. So this is an opportunity for Ohio State to really see what their offense looks like this year. I'm going to be very quick. Iowa offensively sucks. They're horrible, and I feel bad for them. They're really. bad. It's miserable. But they have the third best scoring defense in the country. Ohio State by 21. So this will be the best defense Ohio State has faced this year. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Um, Ohio State's picked by 27. They're no, they're favored by twenty-seven. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You think that they're going to cover that spread? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Probably. It's yeah. Iowa. They can't even put up a yeah. point either. You know. So I know. They, they got, can hold people. All you got to do is score. They held. Points. They held Michigan to twenty-seven points this year. Their lowest total of the season. So okay. that's kind of why I'm interested to see this game. Yeah. See what the score comes out to be. It'll be a good true measuring stick between Ohio State and Michigan. Well, while we're here, anyone else have another game they want to talk about? Auburn, who are they playing this week? I told you we're scrimmaging Florida. (laughs) We are off. (laughs) They're having a scrimmage on the bye We need that. Auburn and Florida cannot lose this week. (laughs) Finally. And the Angels (laughs) sing. It's rough, man. It is. Man, that LSU game, it was tough. But, I mean, it looked like Florida's going to come back, and then all of a sudden it just went to crap. No, it did. We were within 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 a touchdown, and then it just went to hell. That defense at Florida, no, I, I'll get to that later. Sorry. I can't talk about it now because that's a what the fuck moment. <laughs> hey, does LSU play Purple Rain? They do. All right. It's playing right now. Wow. Next <laughs> game, number 20, Texas against number uh, – there's a lot of top 25 matchups, yeah. y'all. Number 20, Texas at number 11, Oklahoma State. Magic Mullet himself, Quinn Ewers, is back and healthy. Looking look, look really good on Solid, Saturday. yeah, looking solid. Three touchdown passes against a solid Iowa Iowa State defense. Iowa State's defense, I looked it up, man. They they've only I mean they're only allowing, you know, twelve points a game at best. Um, last thing Texas won was a team looking for redemption at home this week though, and that is Oklahoma State. 
They lost last week to TCU. So does Quinn Ewers have the ability to go to Oklahoma State and win this game? Is the Magic Mullet going to apply his magic? Yes. yes. Tell me more. I mean, just from the standpoint of this kind of goes back to the, um, in my opinion, goes back to the, the Alabama scenario. You had a team that had high hopes. They started having, you know, you know, you know, the, the dances of sugar plums in their head of a possible Final Four. <laughs> now they're playing at home. They're a wounded dog. They're gonna, they're gonna give Texas everything they have. And oh, by the way, they don't really like one another anyway. They don't like it. And so, therefore, do I think it's a close game? Yes, but I think this is one where home field advantage will matter. Oklahoma State pulls out the win. All right, there you go. Ripper, I, what do you thought? I agree. Oh. Who's your daddy? I agree exactly what he said. Oklahoma State pulls it out. Close game on their home field. Yeah, Magic Mullet hasn't been tested that much yet, in my opinion. I mean, it, it's this is a game that it's going to be a shootout. You know, neither team has much defense as it is. So, we'll see who can put – what are you looking at me like that for? You don't think the Texas – Longhorns have a good defense? Did you not see what they did to yeah. Bryce Young? Okay, that's true. Okay. Good point, good point. Yeah, no, I think Texas has a solid defense. Maybe not a top five defense, but I think their defense is solid. And the only time Texas lost this year was when Quinn Ewers wasn't playing quarterback. That's true, okay. He's playing quarterback. He's looking good. I think Texas is probably, if it's not, if it's not this weekend, then Texas will be the team to knock out Kansas State in the playoffs. Well, I think Texas will win this game because I think that they did have a better defense. but uh, And I think offensively, both teams can put up points. They've got the best running back in the conference with B. John Robinson. Um, possible top 15 NFL draft pick next year. And with Quinn throwing the ball the way he is, I'm thinking Texas by like two or three touchdowns. Two or three? That wow. much? Huh? Yeah. Wow, yeah. okay. That's an interesting scenario, man. Yeah. So I mean, that would what I love about the Ripper man when he says a team's going to win, he don't like small spreads. It's two touchdowns, right. three touchdowns. I hey. love it. I mean, he had Alabama, two touchdowns. I love it, man. My man hey. likes points. Hey, but, but, <laughs> but remember what happened when I said Kentucky was going to win by two scores last week? That and was he, the one you got and, right. And you all just looked at me and just gave me crap. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to repeat that. Yeah, I think it was the 23-23 mark or something like that. Yeah, I think they won by 10 points. They did. So, like I said, that's the one you got right. Impressive. Because I got my 80% right for the uh, top 10. So, hey. I want to go to Vegas and go, hey. Put all my money on Ripper. No, put all my money on 80% or uh, 50% of the top 10 is going to lose. I don't hey. think they'll give you that bet. <laughs> hey, Ribble, Ribble. <laughs> 60% of the time, it works every time. Correct. I appreciate that. <laughs> Clearly the biggest game of the week, if you're in South Carolina, is number five, Clemson. I still didn't know what you were talking about until you said Clemson. <laughs> number a, five, Clemson. That's a fair, that's a fair point, son. I thought he, I thought he Who, meant Texas A&M and South Carolina. Who's, <laughs> who's hosting the Orange of the Syracuse? Orange Bowl. Of Syracuse, the Orange 14. Bowl in yeah. South Carolina. Who's wearing orange and who's wearing white? Oh. Yeah. No one wants to give Syracuse any credit this season. The credit is due. So what, yes, what, is. what is their strength of schedule this year, uh, who's your daddy? They play in ACC. Syracuse. Is that, <laughs> that 63 or 68? So like I think amongst the undefeated teams, they have the worst week. strength of schedule. 
They but do. boy, it'll be it'll be neat to see. You so you think that Clemson has a shot to beat Syracuse then, huh? I think Clemson's gonna beat them by twenty one points, honestly. You okay? DJ Uyagalele is just Look, don't say that with too much confidence. Look, say that one more I time. Did. One more time. DJ Uyagalele. Okay. Wow. Sound good, huh? DJ. I practiced that for three years. Yeah. And you say in the more, mirror. You say it with more confidence than they do on game day, man. Uyagiyala. I can't spell it, but I can say it. Damn it. I'm on a flyer with this one, and as I alluded to last week, again, you look at on paper, there's no reason Syracuse should be here. Zero. I mean, do they have five star recruits, four star recruits? They don't. They get a solid quarterback and a solid running back. Look, but this is a bunch of guys that like playing this game. You know, it's it's not about who I'm supposed to be and who's getting paid. It's the fact that, hey, we've gelled together as a good team. I look at Syracuse almost to the point of going into this game almost as a group of five school going in to play one of the big boys. We have nothing to lose here. If we lose, we were supposed to lose. But we've got an opportunity here to prove that we are somebody and go into Clemson and win a game that I feel like my projection on this game, and again, I would never bet on this, but the projection is this. Syracuse pulls a big lead and holds on to win the game 27-24 because if you look at the first half, Clemson plays terrible in yeah, the Clemson. first half. Yeah. At Clemson, they play terrible in the first yeah. half, yeah. and they have come back to beat everybody in the second half. I think Syracuse is going to find a way to do just enough to not blow a big lead in the first half. That's and, my projection. And think about yeah. this. Syracuse held NC State to nine points only. They, NC without, State's quarterback got hurt, so you got to preface that. No, definitely. But again, I think you have some guys coming into this game that are playing over their head because they believe. And look, man, what's the strong? Hey, what's the big, only thing stronger than fear is hope? And they walk into this game thinking we can win this ball game. Do they? Maybe not. But I feel like it's going to be one hell of a good story if they do. Hey, Rooster, I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> I'm going with you, Rooster. I'm going with Rooster and his mom. Syracuse. Okay? Syracuse. Syracuse. Uh, <laughs> I'm going for the underdog, man. If he, if, Big orange. If Hughes wins this game, they win the ACC. That, yeah, well, yeah. no, because they're going to have to probably they're wait for play. us. They, or yeah. North Carolina is 6-1. and one. They are undefeated That's in the true. ACC. They okay. were Let's a, not they, forget they should, about that. They should be in the Big 12. They can put up mad numbers. They can't stop a soul. Oh, wait a minute. They're not undefeated. I thought I was thinking App State. Time for a keg stand. Keg stand. Keg stand. Okay, what's the name? What's keg stand? All right, when you're doing a keg stand, the beer just keeps on coming, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. All the Big 10 games coming at you, Ripper. Ready? Give me Do the it. scores. Iowa versus Ohio State. Go. Uh, 42 to 14. Purdue, Wisconsin. Purdue, 28-17. Indiana Rutgers. Come on, hit me. <laughs> Indiana, 28. Rutgers, 14. Minnesota, Penn State. Come on, bring it. Minnesota, are we going to roll the boat or not? Yes, we are. Minnesota, 24. Penn State, 17. Northwestern versus Maryland. Maryland, 35. Northwestern, 10. Chopper, NCAA football. We got the all the SEC games. Ready, go. Tennessee, Martin, Tennessee. Score. Uh, Under nothing. Oh, God. 63 to 7. Mississippi State, or excuse me, Mississippi versus LSU. I'm going to go LSU 
31. Hey, I was quick. Come on. 24. Rebel, Vanderbilt versus Missouri. Hit me. Go. God, really? That's the game you got to give me? Go, Bro, I'd, rather, I'd rather you give me the center playing the, the school of the death See, of he's mine. Uh, <laughs> Missouri, 21-20. Uh, yeah. There Who's you your go. daddy? Mississippi State, Alabama. Go. Alabama, 28-17. He said it like Keith Jackson. I liked uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> and Miami. Texas A&M, South Carolina. Go. Uh, do it. Do it. This is painful. Put your heart in it. My heart. I'm, I don't want you to go with your heart. I want you to go with the real. Texas A&M, Sarah Carolina, go. 34 to 17. Who? A&M. Oh. oh. All right. Now, Hanger, I hope you do some extensive research and analysis on this come Sunday. Record And this. get back to us. Yeah, uh, record I want to hear that. <laughs> what do you all think about this Texas A&M game versus Carolina, man? Uh, I feel bad for hey, Carolina. It's in Carolina. It's here. Yeah, it's a night know. game here. Here's the thing: yeah. is, is Texas A&M should win this game, but everybody is everybody around here is so. Oh, I've, I've heard this, and I laugh. I'm sorry. And I, look, I got season tickets in the game box. Oh, if we beat A&M and then we beat Missouri, we're going to be ranked. Oh, no, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not that good. Now, so the Gamecocks. Texas A&M is going to come in here and whoop up on I, I don't know. Now, the Gamecocks are four and two, right? They're coming off a bye week. Prior to that, they had a big win, didn't they? Yeah. Win over a ranked team, didn't they? Without their quarterback and their starting running backs. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I agree. Doesn't matter. They've got momentum. They've they're they're building right. some confidence. I love their coach, Shane Beamer. I do, too. No, I love Beamer. Beamer's a good dude, man. I like him. So, what's your score, then? Give it to me. I put you on the spot. 31-24. Gamecocks. Gamecocks, baby! Get the glasses out. Do your dance, Shane. Let's see it. You know what? Honestly, I'll roll that. 28-24. Gamecocks. Woo! (laughs) Let's go ahead and move on to another segment of the show. What the fuck? What the fuck? Ripper, give me your what the fuck moment of last week. No. Or this week. No, it's this tonight. It, it, oh. Tonight starts the NBA season. All right? <laughs> LeBron James is 1,326 points away from the all-time scoring record held by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't care what your personal preference is regarding LeBron James' you know, political or social beliefs, but let's give a little respect to... What he has done in his career. You have to give him respect. I mean, really. He doesn't do anything wrong. He doesn't get into trouble. He helps out in in communities, and he tries to do what he believes is right. Yeah. And he's a hell of a basketball player. So I wish him nothing but the best of luck. Let's try try to get through his 20th season in the league. 15 straight seasons where he's averaged 25 points a game. What the fuck? Let's just get through the season without hating on him. What What the the fuck, haters? What the fuck? Anyway. (laughs) Who's your daddy? Give me your what the fuck. I'm a NASCAR fan, so I'm jumping off. Oh, I like it. I like it. Bubba Wallace. Bubba. Hell with him. Running off uh, Larson last week. Intentionally running into him. He did. Causing both cars to wreck. He runs into another car and demolishes it. Today was suspended one race. That's by a NASCAR. joke. That's what, a the joke. Fuck, NASCAR. Yeah, what the fuck, NASCAR? Yeah, see how joke. much he towered over that other guy? That'd be like you pushing and, me around. I wish they'd have swung clothes like it was 1979 yeah. with Kelly Yarborough and uh, not Bobby. Who was it? 
No, who fought in ends anyway? Six. What the fuck? <laughs> I have three, so I'm gonna narrow it down. You but, know you're allowed on that one. I know, go. but go. the very first one is very brief. Um, our famous leader here won for the third straight year. <laughs> oh, in the, yeah, there in it the is. Time wasting. Yeah. What the fuck? Right, so that was Anger. for him. What the fuck? This is because I'm always away at soccer. But my real... <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Bring it. We that's can do it. our own challenge. Bring it, baby. That's it, Rebel. That's it. Uh-huh. My, um, my other one was, my real one was, the Eagles had coach Nick Sirianni on Sunday at the very end of the game. A fight broke out, which is a shocker between the Cowboys and the Eagles. And the camera caught him and clearly figured out what he was saying. He screamed out, that's game F you. That's a <laughs> what true. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. That is a true what the fuck. All right. Line, what the fuck. Ready? Florida Gators defense is pretty dismal, y'all. The most important down has got to be the third down and getting the defense off the field and keeping them players fresh from the next three downs, right? Of 131 teams in the college in college football, Florida is dead last in third, third downs. Down. Dead wow. last. Well, I guarantee you they will not give up a third down conversion this weekend. D- yeah. DC is Patrick Tony, who came with Billy Napier from Louisiana. And I say this. Bye-bye. What the fuck, Billy Napier? Relieve this coach now. Billy Napier, what the fuck? Get rid of Patrick Tony. What the fuck? 131st in the freaking country. <laughs> Chopper, hit me. What the fuck? All right, I saw this stat today, and I sent it to uh, Hanger today. So these are records in the last 14 SEC games played. <laughs> Vanderbilt, 0 and 14. Ooh. Florida, 3 and 11. Wow, man, this is being mean. We're bad. Yeah. Missouri, 4 and 10. South Carolina, 4 and 10. Auburn five and nine. Ow. Arkansas five and nine. What the fuck, SEC? What the fuck, SEC? Last fourteen SEC games have been rough for those teams. A brief, it wasn't. a brief interjection of that is is the fact of so what I've always said with college football, everything is cyclical, <clears throat> and some of those teams you take them back ten years, they were powers, and yep. you're going through the cycle. Yeah, Bonus, wasn't Arkansas in the top ten this year? Yeah. What the fuck, SEC bias? Rebel, what the fuck? So, this is something I put up on the Facebook page. I want to follow up and reinforce it here. I've been screaming all along, this is like a college basketball season. Okay, the parity in college football, in my opinion, has never been what it is this year. Why is that? I don't know. If you go through through week six, if you take every one-score game of regulation or overtime and flipped it the other way, what would be the records of some of these teams? And you go down through this, and some of these notable teams I will mention here, and you'll be like, wow, Missouri would be 5-1 and one if you flip the one-score game. You go down to, to Utah, 5-1. and one. You go down to Western Kentucky, 6-0. and zero. You go down to Oklahoma, who everybody thinks is dismal, four and two. If you flip the one score games, and then you come back around to some of these others like Texas A&M, three and three. Tennessee would be three and two. What is going on with the parody this year? What the fuck, parody? What the fuck? All right, last call. Last, last call. call. Bad call. I know you don't <laughs> like my you don't like my topic, but we gotta go with it. I heard Nick Saban calling, or people calling Nick Saban washed up already. One freaking loss by three points. 
<laughs> people are calling yeah. him washed up. I've seen Alabama, Alabama fans. What the fuck? All, Al, yeah, Alabama fans yeah. calling into the Paul Feinbaum show. Just Nick Saban's got to go. It's 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 insane. Is Nick Saban gonna go? Rip. I, I, I can sum this up, and I know everybody's got an opinion of this. There's two theses with this. Number one is if you're going to fire a coach, you better have somebody in waiting that's just as good or better. That should be always the rule. But I'm going to put this out there to you. Is he going nowhere? Absolutely hell no. Seven <laughs> national championships, ten SEC championships, one MAC, uh, 14 SEC West Division titles, two Walter Camp Coach of the Year, two Paul Bear Bryant Awards, and the list goes on and on. The man will be there till he dies if he wants to. End of conversation. End of conversation. Okay, yeah, he, let's go ahead and end on that. <laughs> Unless someone thinks differently. Yeah. He, he stays as long as he wants. Yeah. That's ridiculous. He, he can, that man may he, still be there coaching from the grave if he wants it, to. It's, it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Saban can fire right. the fans if he wants. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the comment of the night. That's right the there. comment of the night, right? That's the comment of the season, right there. They don't talk about Bear Bryant like they used to anymore because of Nick. Saban. Because of Nick Saban, seriously. That's true. Okay. All right. He's, he's not going anywhere. Nick Saban's gonna fire the fans. Hey, this is guys in the bar. Thanks for thank y'all for joining us tonight. We are out. Peace. If you like the show and you want to help the guys grow the show, go ahead and go to your podcatcher and subscribe to the show. Then you could also write us a review and give us five stars. If you do that, it'll help us grow the show. You could also join our Facebook group, which allows you to have camaraderie with other sports fans all over the country. You might even get a free beer out of it. So go ahead and join that group as well. And then check out our Substack, which is Guys of the Bar Talking Sports.substack.com for weekly articles and the Ripper Report. This is John Ward with your entire Vol Network staff. Wisconsin kicking off. Tennessee pounds him at the line. Back to throw across the middle, pass complete. Down into the end zone. That touchdown pass is. Good! I knew he had it. Touchdown! Big on it. Almost the football. There's a scramble for it. Who has recovered the ball? The big Orange. The quarterback fakes the give, rolls to the near side, may run. He will. Pass downfield on the fly route is going to be complete. The kick is up. The kick is... It is no good! Just a brilliant pass. That was a beautiful pass and catch, John. I tell you, the catch impressed me as much as anything. Will attempt the field goal that could give Tennessee the victory. Four seconds to go in the football game. The kick's in the air. It's high enough. It's long enough. Is it straight enough? Yes, sir. Reed. Tennessee wins. I do not... Believe it. <laughs> but it happened. <laughs>